0: Hello, bonjour, and welcome to the Wild Astrology Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Alber, a counseling astrologer, life coach, holistic cycle educator, and yoga and meditation teacher based in Northern Ontario, Canada. Episode 2 airs on April 4th, 2022, and I am delighted to connect with Phoenix McCoy, holistic health coach and astrologer. So in this episode, we talk all things astrology, healing, and love. We begin by talking about how astrology initially entered our lives to then become a profound healing tool. And then we also talk about how it is a part of our relationship. So Before getting into the content, I do want to give a huge thank you to the members of the Astrology for Self-Care Club, as well as those who are providing a creator compensation donation. It's thanks to to them that this podcast is made possible, while making sure that I'm being fairly compensated for my work and my creativity. There have been some shifts made since the last episode, so be sure to check out the link in the description box for more information. If you love this podcast, please share to your friends and family and leave us a rating, a five-star rating so that it can be visible to more people who would love it too. pleasure of sitting with Phoenix McCoy on the Wild Astrology Podcast. And a disclaimer for those who don't know us, we are in a relationship. So not only a love relationship, but also a business relationship, friendship. And we're kind of coming on today to talk about how astrology entered our lives and how it helps us because astrology was one of the key factors in how we connected initially and still today. So, Phoenix, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me, Alex. Yeah, you're
0: welcome. It. I'm happy you can be here for my second episode. <laughs> and this is funny because we actually, the the mic that we're using today is something that we got, what, in 2019? Yeah. And we tried, we did record an episode, but we never, <laughs> but we never actually went forward with um, sharing it with the public. So this is your debut for us uh, collaborating in this way.
1: Yeah, cueing the foghorn.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the fall starts. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is also a little uh, taste of what you can expect from us in our upcoming Read Your Birth Chart workshop on April 10th. So this is our first time collaborating on a podcast episode, but we are taking this to the next level in a workshop. So if you're learning to, or if you're looking to deco- decode astrological language and learn a step-by-step approach for utilizing your birth chart then be sure to join us on Sunday April 10th. So before we get into the content for this episode Phoenix tell everyone who you are and what you do.
1: For sure hi my name is Phoenix McCoy. Uh, I'm 28 years young and I've been a health and wellness coach for around 12 years now Uh, I run my own business called the Golden Movement, which is a personal training in uh, one-to-one coaching consultation business. Um, I have many titles, wear many hats, uh, men's holistic health coach, holistic health coach. Uh, For the past couple of years, I was working predominantly with men, uh, but now I'm working with men and women. So I think it's just holistic health coach, astrologer, uh, editor, skateboarder, Yeah, there's many hats I wear. Probably can't name them all right now, but that's what I do.
0: Yeah, you are a multi-passionate, Phoenix.
1: I try, yeah. I have a lot of passions.
0: Yeah, and you have so many gifts for the world. So if anyone is curious about learning more about how they can connect with you, we'll be sure to link up your information down below. And I love how you just really go with where your curiosity and your passion for helping others... Like where it, where it leads you and you go with it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. so I think it's always an evolving journey. Like anything, you kind of just be flexible in your approach, but determined in where you're going Mm. seems to help me.
0: Mm. That's beautiful. Mm. Your Scorpio devotion and intensity. (laughs) So, you know, you, your name is Phoenix, right? So I know that often people are like surprised by your name. Because it's pretty unique. And people who are into astrology know that the phoenix is a symbol of the Scorpio.
1: That's right. The The third evolved stage of the Scorpio. So it goes from the scorpion um, to the eagle and then to the phoenix. And those are the three stages of development with uh, Scorpios.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, you have so many planets in Scorpio. So it's pretty serendipitous that your parents named you the highest evolutionary uh, level of the Scorpio being Phoenix. So tell us about how astrology entered your life.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so I don't think it was by accident that I was named Phoenix. And my mom definitely knew uh, what was going on with astrology when, when she named me, of course. Astrology was in our household growing up. Uh, we were aware of like, you know, the zodiac signs. I didn't really know too much of the housing placements or anything like that but i also knew about the different planets Um, and that was kind of like my first introduction but it was very uh superficial i guess it was just scratching the surface and then in 2017 i had a friend of mine calculate my birth chart
0: Hmm.
1: Um, and i remember he was he was just like you're definitely a scorpio (laughs) (laughs) with all the scorpio activation uh, and then I kind of uh, started to grasp a little bit more of an understanding and my curiosity peaked. And then, um, in 2019, early 2019, uh, we had connected, um, over Instagram. And I had asked if you were a Scorpio, cause I said that I was and that kind of sparked, you know, where we are now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, uh, yeah. From that point on my, uh, my comprehension and astrology uh, has only evolved and deepened, um, obviously, with all the talks that we have about astrology. Like and, daily? Yeah, daily. And uh, pursuing, you know, uh, continued education on my own behalf. Um, at this point now, it's, you know, I'm doing astrology readings, and I incorporate astrology within my one-to-one coaching as well, just to gain a broader understanding and 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 body astrology as well is another thing that I'm kind of branching into. But we can get more into that. But that's kind of like where it started and where I'm at now.
0: I love how you like your your parents, especially your mother, because I know your mom, Kathleen. Yeah. She planted that seed within you early on for being open and like curious about astrology or other modalities to help you understand yourself and are a greater connection to consciousness and something like a higher power do you think Mm -hmm. that helped you in 2017 when your friend like casted your chart and you were like beginning to be more open to learning astrology
1: yeah yeah I was all I'd say I was pretty a pretty open person spiritually um, growing up, we, we spoke a lot about spirituality and reincarnation and also connecting with uh, our ancestral roots because I'm a Métis as well. So, um, yeah, there was always just that understanding or, I guess, acceptance of something else after this lifetime and maybe some things that play in that we deem as coincidences, but maybe um, there's something else going on that we're just not aware about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, Yeah.
0: Hmm. i could i could feel that from you when we first connected to this like openness to learning about this in more depth and this openness to spirituality like like you're saying so that's a beautiful gift
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we kind of reflect that back and forth i think yeah
0: i feel that like when we first connected in 2019 so that means we got the mic in 2020 (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, we did get in in Okay, yeah.
0: So in 2019, when we first connected, I feel like I was already like deep into astrology, but through our connection, it just like exploded. Yeah. Because it's something that we learned together, like alongside one another yeah. from that point on. So what, what, like beyond our relationship, what is it that really like intrigued you or compelled you to m- move deeper into your learning of astrology?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot of, uh, I think to the point, um, right before we had met, there was a lot of healing that was going on in my own life, um, with my own health and just, you know, like maybe mentally and spiritually as well, just maybe not operating at the capacity that I knew I could and, um, maybe falling into my own shadows and then having a really deep look at that, um. And then as that started to evolve between us, like within our relationship, um, and I started to understand the signs more and the housing systems and the planets and aspects and such, uh, I think it really helped me make sense of these different areas of myself that maybe I didn't understand, Mm. um, and how to have more patience and grace for them and understanding, um, and to just, I think, uh, yeah, find love for yourself Mm. within it, um, So it's just the constant healing and evolution process. I think that's um, pulled me deeper into it and continues to, because there's a lot of healing that can happen when you understand what's going on within your own psychology and how that's kind of manifesting into the world around you into your relationships, Mm -hmm. uh, to your occupations, you know, your everyday thoughts, how you perceive things, all of that. Yeah.
0: And like with someone, like you with so much Scorpio energy in your chart, being driven, being driven by this tool that provides transformation.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of <laughs> just called to it, I guess.
0: Uh, I feel like Scorpios. Not everybody. I mean, we all have so much more than just our sun signs. Like, I feel like Scorpios are very attuned to this, like the modalities that help you look deeper within yourself. And help you understand yourself because from there you're able to change your patterns yeah and maybe not even just change maybe the first step is like self-awareness and like you said really beautifully is that level of self-understanding mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. who we are and like why we are the way that we are and like our patterns mm-hmm.
1: yeah and that uh, as you continue to evolve um, the challenges as you start to I think you just get better equipped at dealing with the challenges it's not like they just go away Mm. but i think you get better equipped with that um how to manage it and we're constantly going to be going through little deaths throughout our life you know so that also represents um the phoenix as well rising from the ashes once again and um you know Mm. and aspiring to a new height Mm. yeah
0: Yeah. So you said something so important there is like, it's not like it's one thing or one astrology reading or one, you know, one encounter with astrology that's going to like change your life forever. Like the process, the healing journey is continuous. Yeah. And the thing with like astrology and I'm going to say for myself is like it just provides that level of aware self-awareness. And the, our patterns, our behaviors, they are often deeply rooted from our childhood which we and past lives, which is what we can see in the birth chart. So it's like to have even like compassion for ourselves as we as we gain empowerment to be able to make other choices and be aware of our reactions. Um, it's all it's all the journey.
1: Yeah, it is. So where did uh, astrology start for you?
0: Um, so I wasn't I didn't have the same kind of experience when I was a child like you I I I I learned astrology from I think like the magazines like right. I'm trying to think I was thinking about on my walk before recording this podcast I'm like what is my first memory with astrology and I just remember reading like a horoscope for like S- Scorpios in love and I want to say like One of those, like, teenage girl
1: magazines? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I I know exactly what you're
0: talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So I was, like, I I had a lot of pride for being a Scorpio. I know my cousin Steph is a Scorpio, so I started seeing, like, patterns and being able to be, like, okay, like, these people are Pisces or these people are Scorpios and kind of grouping people according to their sun signs. But it wasn't until my university years that... Astrology really came into my life as a healing modality Mm. um, At a deeper level so up until I want to say like 2015 2016 I was still only aware of our Sun signs Mm. And that's what's in the mainstream, right? So it makes sense that I would think that and At this point I was in the process of leaving a very unhealthy relationship Mm. And so in that process I was already starting some healing work so I had already been attracted to like yoga and energy healing and I was going to like chakra workshops and mm-hmm. reiki and so I was already like in that field of tools for spiritual healing and transformation and transformation mm-hmm. because I was I was becoming more aware of my patterns and seeing these repeated behaviors that I didn't want anymore and then uh, I think I've I've told this story many times that the first time I really understood that there was something deeper to astrology is I was in a yin yoga class with Willa Patterson, mm. which is I, I have such deep respect for Willa. Mm. She's a, an amazing mentor and um, friend. And she mentioned Mercury retrograde, which is such a like... Um, like, I feel like that's such a buzzword nowadays in mainstream astrology. But yeah. I was like, Mercury retrograde? Like, what is that? So I was, that just piqued my curiosity and really intrigued me to, to learning more about it. And so she referred me to Richard. Right. Richard Mallet Astrology, who is both our teachers and our mentors, our friends in astrology. Mm-hmm. And uh, I attended an intro- introduction to astrology workshop with him. And so that, like, that totally blew me away. And now that I think of it, like, at that point, I was, like, already studying astrology a lot in terms of, like, zodiac signs and sun signs. Mm -hmm. So I felt, like, when I attended the workshop that I already, already, like, kind of knew the language in some ways. But being able to, like, have, like, step-by-step guidelines as to how the language works was, like, Super instrumental in my journey for like taking it to the next level.
1: Yeah. And you just took off after that. Oh my God. Because I remember talking to Hesha and he was just, she just took off like a rocket after that.
0: Yeah, I I did. I feel like it was too. But I also feel like astrology is something that I maybe have learned in the past past lives. Mm
1: -hmm. Like
0: I think of like astrology is such a powerful tool, like we've said, for self awareness and personal transformation. Um, but it's very similar to like other modalities, like the I Ching, um, human design, the chakra system, like anything that Mm -hmm. allows you to like connect to yourself on a deeper level. But there's something about astrology that really, really resonates with me and coming from a background in psychology and health sciences, it just felt like it was such a holistic system for really describing like who you are Mm -hmm. on such a deep level. Yeah.
1: And not just like, because I feel like through the health sciences and psychology, it's almost like we look at everything um, through a lens mm-hmm. in some ways. And that it has to be like, everything has to be very structured through said disciplines or whatever.
0: Or theory or yeah. research. And there is there is merit to that. Of course. But it misses something. Hmm. It misses the soul.
1: So what would you say... Um, drew you deeper into astrology
0: well i have a memory again after that introduction to astrology workshop which by the way follows a very similar framework to the workshop that we're hosting this weekend and rishal gave me gave me permission okay um i remember that night i took home the pamphlets that he gave us and i was literally like taking every i was like okay Jupiter means this and Jupiter in Libra means this and just putting the pieces together. So I I started, I realized that astrology was a language and studying like speech language pathology. I was just very intrigued by that. Mm. So I just, I started like looking at all the different parts of my chart and being like, okay, taking one symbol or one part of the chart and being like, what does that mean? What is the symbology of that? And then making uh, connections to my own life. And it was just, it was so powerful the first time I saw my birth chart, realizing that I have a Gemini moon and Capricorn rising Mm. and gone beyond my Scorpio sun. I was like, wow, this gives me so much of a bigger understanding of who I am that allows me to like connect to something within myself, like my own inner voice, rather than like what society or your parents or your like surrounding is telling you that who you are and who you should be. So I was just, I was blown away that I, I booked a, a, an astrology reading with T. Shaw. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, and what a beautiful space to be held in too by someone so nurturing.
0: Oh, yeah, I cried. Yeah, I was so sensitive and so vulnerable. Like I said, because I was in such a deep healing journey. Um, and like really in a process of like reclaiming my power. And it felt like I received a hug from like a, like a divine hug. Yeah. And, like, I I think, like, the level of self-love that can come from astrology and, like, understanding your birth chart is, like, really profound. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think we can go through life so often, too. It's like, everyone can kind of just tell us what they perceive about us. You know, our family members close to us can tell us um, maybe some of our better traits, maybe some of our worst traits as well. And we kind of gain this idea or understanding of who we think we are. Um, And I feel like when you start to really are in that like dark night of the soul Mm -hmm. and you start to see that reflection of maybe who you really are and you can have something like astrology to help you understand that, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: then you start to see yourself through a different lens and all Mm -hmm. those and all those things that maybe you saw were curses, you know, are actually divine gifts mm-hmm. and maybe those things you saw as gifts you know allude to something even deeper within you mm-hmm. you know so it's almost like we can come home to our to ourselves and probably make sense of who we are through a different light and, and maybe shed away some of these things that we think we are
0: and also take responsibility yeah for our patterns because I finally understood when I got an astrology reading and like started studying my chart that I was like a, very emotional for a reason, that they're and like very intense and there is a spectrum to everything in astrology. So I'd love to that astrology is like provides you like with the whole picture. Especially evolutionary astrology, it says you have a choice on this on the spectrum of expression. So now that you're aware of the spectrum, how are you actually going to move through it? How, what are you going to choose? Mm-hmm. So it does empower you with some sort of choice, but in my experience too, there is a level of self responsibility that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once you know your shadows, right?
1: Yeah. Are you going to continue down that path, or are you yeah. going to understand what your challenges are? What you're yeah. kind of like. You know, where the water is going to flow to, so to speak, and then maybe work around that or work with it,
0: Mm -hmm. holding space
1: for yourself rather than trying to just eliminate these things that maybe we don't like about ourselves, but Mm. maybe finding a way to love and accept them, you know?
0: Yeah, Yeah, like a reintegration, yeah, an integration of all of your parts for wholeness. And yeah, when, like, just talking back about, like, the dark night of the soul, like, I was going through a dark night of the soul yeah. when I was, when I received an astrology reading. And, like, for, like, the, the three years after that, it feels like, uh like, went through, like, a huge transformation. And I think there's, like, so much pressure in life to be, like, good all the time or to be at your highest self all the time or to be, like, enjoying life and happy. But astrology helps us see, again, like, the wholeness of, like, life the life experience and how like there's cycles and in, in cycles there is time of like retraction of withdrawal of like death and um darkness mm-hmm. so by being able to be aware of that can we again have compassion for ourselves and be able to take care of ourselves knowing what we're going through is temporary but mm-hmm. has purpose and meaning
1: yeah Yeah, it's always just like kind of coming back to the diamond analogy is that diamonds are formed under immense amounts of pressure and any challenge that you're dealing with. um, It's there, I think, for a very strategic reason. And you're never given something that you can't handle. Mm -hmm. So it's maybe having again going back because we are talking about astrology, maybe having something like astrology that can just help you breathe through that Mm -hmm. make make sense of it and maybe get your two feet on the ground and be like okay it's turbulent now but I can do something about this you know Mm -hmm. and that I am powerful and I can evoke change
0: yeah that that it's like the the empowerment like once we have the choice it's like we can have empowerment which brings hope in whatever we're experiencing and uh, I love astrology so much, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. And so from that, like, that astrology reading with Vishal, like, there's only so much that so like, you can cover. Yeah. So I remember, like, going home after my astrology reading with Vishal and, again, seeing, looking at my chart and being, like, there are so many, like, what does each point mean? Like, there's so much more depth to each um, symbol in the chart. So I, I went on, like, a big i went on a huge deep dive uh into trying to learn what every single the numbers the points the colors like the angles like everything yeah and i i'm a very you know inquisitive person i have like that natural like investigation like detective research kind of
1: mars conjunct pluto yeah. oh. Scorpio.
0: <laughs> so it's like it just came really natural to me so from that point on i embarked on a self Guided journey of studying astrology to eventually become a professional astrologer, and I have to thank Rishal for really providing that like that introduction to astrology workshop was so helpful for Mm. helping me understand how the language works. Mm -hmm. Because from then on, I was I had a a framework for being able to build on to that. Yeah,
1: big love for Rishal.
0: Yeah, thank you, Rishal, if you're listening to this.
1: (laughs) Much much love, soul brother.
0: Yeah, so. That's the thing too, is like beyond ourselves, something that I've loved about astrology is how much it's helped me understand other people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like how we're different and how we're similar, but also to like express my needs, um, and how I feel. Do you, have you found that too?
1: Yeah. I've noticed now, um, practicing astrology now for three years. Yeah. Three years now. Um, I think I just pay more attention to the sun signs of the people around me, and how unconsciously, before I was aware of it, that I was attracting more Earth signs, <laughs> and I didn't even realize that most of my friends were Capricorns or or Virgos or Taurus. Um, so, and that now, um, looking at the birth charts of the people that I work with, and being able to talk about that with them. Um, but more or less listening. I think that's mm-hmm. like a really important part of astrology is um, it gives you perspective. And with that perspective, you and if you're inside of a, a place where you're attempting to heal or help someone grow um, when you're listening and you can listen with that perspective, then you can kind of make sense of maybe um, some of the nuances that they have within their lives or maybe some of the things that repeat the patterns mm. or or what they're doing and, and maybe offer a word or two um you know if they can hear it at that point and and just seeing what that can do for somebody
0: mm. so
1: yeah like it's i've known i've noticed it a lot now that i have more of an understanding i think i pay attention to it a lot more and and how that can just evoke some interesting conversations and if you're in a Again, if you're in a healing setting, you can really help somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. And like, not to mention how fun it can be. Yeah. To like connect with people on a deeper level. Yeah. And have like metaphysical or high like me- yeah metaphysical conversations or very interesting conversations. And I love when someone is open to astrology. Uh, it just shows me their worldview uh, and their open mindedness and their willingness to learn something. And so I think it's a really great way to cultivate rapport. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh. And it's fun. Like yeah. Said, it's kinda, yeah. It's kind of fun to like say something stereotypical about like a Taurus. Mm-hmm. And then if there is a Taurus in the room, they kind of like chuckle and it's like, ha <laughs>
0: Yeah. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like every Taurus loves food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like most humans love food, but
1: yeah, I think it's ingrained in us, but Tauruses, <laughs> they might, uh, might have an extra appreciation yeah. for food.
0: If you're a tourist, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> let us know if that rings true for you.
1: In a very comfy space.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Another thing you said, too, that I want to bring out is, like, the stories that people share and how there is a practice of astrology where you're telling people what's going on in their chart. Mm-hmm. And I think as an astrologer, because you're, quote unquote, like, the expert of, like, the code and the language for p- and translating that for clients. Yeah. Um, For me, my practice as a counseling astrologer, it comes to life through people's stories and yeah. experiences. And so I found that most often than not, that astrology actually helps bring words to people's experiences and how they feel, um, allowing them to actually like conceptualize, which I have found has brought a sense of like, safety and what they're going through or validation. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot to say about like allowing people to be allowing your story to be and seeing how astrology fits with you Mm -hmm. in a way that's aligns with your truth.
1: Yeah. Because we all have free will. Like that is uh, the most important part. I think with a birth chart is, um, regardless of what the signs are or what's happening within the transits or how intense energy can be you always have um you always have that decision to decide Mm -hmm. and no one knows you better than yourself so the birth chart really does come to life when Mm -hmm. someone is speaking and if you have that perspective of what the signs mean they tell like if you just have a conversation with someone, depending on what the, the theme is, like if you're within a, uh, again, you're trying to help that person through a birth chart reading or coaching or whatever it is, if you can just listen and look at their birth chart, they will tell you everything. Mm-hmm. And, and if, you know, depending on where you're at with your coaching or with your astrology, um, all it really takes is a few really good questions to have that person start to really think deeply. Mm-hmm. And then obviously there's different practices Um, that you can implement as a coach Um, we both probably implement different practices Mm -hmm. I'm probably more movement oriented and breath Mm -hmm. oriented Um, whereas some people might be more nutrition or or whatever like different styles of coaching Mm -hmm. Um, but I think once you're able to have that perspective um, again there's much healing that can occur within that Mm -hmm. rather than telling someone
0: yeah and that's something like with the Gemini moon for myself like I've really I'm constantly practicing that of allowing people like to hold space for people's stories and asking those questions rather than telling them because again the dynamic of healing and like empowerment and allowing people to make like connect the dots on their own is like very very powerful so I think there's something to say about how like astrology can be an incredible therapeutic tool um, and unfortunately like a lot of people are like closed minded about it and like missing out on those benefits and there's good reason for that maybe that's a like topic for another podcast but if you're listening to this I'm assuming that you are open to astrology and it's you know healing benefits so thank you for being here and, and we hope to take that to the next level too but before we do that how about we tell people like how it helps our like day to day lives in our relationship yeah
1: yeah Um, well, so Alex and I have a very similar birth chart, uh, for those listening first hearing this. And if you've never heard this before, we both are, um, Scorpio sun Capricorn rising. So just that energy right there alone, um, there's some similarities about us. And when you look at, um, relationship astrology, uh, there's many different ways to look at it, but just having that understanding that we're both deep individuals, mm-hmm. but we crave structure. Um, we're very professional too, hardworking. Um, just having an understanding of mm-hmm. that I think has allowed us to maybe not get, <laughs> not step on each other's toes mm-hmm. and rather use mm-hmm. that energy together mm-hmm. rather than it being dividing forces. Mm-hmm. And the difference is that Alex has a Gemini moon and then I have a Scorpio moon. Yeah. So, again, the way I think uh, emotionally is pretty deep, I would say, like because of the, the Scorpio-esque there mm-hmm. and the stellium within <laughs> Scorpio mm-hmm. as well. Uh, whereas, like, I'd say your moon is a little bit more um, very fast-thinking, very intellectual.
0: And like, even, like, light.
1: Yeah. Like lighter. Yeah.
0: Light and like not. So if you were to think about like your emotional circuits and how we might have different emotional needs and like different ways of processing our emotions. So I like coming to understand that we have differences on that level helps me hold space for you mm-hmm. in, in a way that, um, you know, I may have not been able to know if I didn't know that your moon was in Scorpio. Yeah, And we have other differences in our charts, like our Jupiter, Venus, like Mars. And so I think, like, not only does it help us, like, see our similarities, but it also helps us to kind of integrate our differences in healthy ways.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful way to say it.
0: Yeah, like, if there's, like, a conflict, I know (laughs) the way my brain works is, like, like, I try to understand everything through the lens of astrology, which is not always helpful, like, sometimes you need to, like, be able to just be with your experience, but for me to be able to, again, like, conceptualize and understand things is, like, okay, like, how can we move through, like, how can we just dis- diffuse this conflict by understanding our d- differing needs or approaches to things and, like, find a compromise?
1: Yeah, and understanding our own love languages, too, yeah. um, you know, that you do crave, like, words of affection Mm -hmm. and touch you know and understanding that um definitely allows me to hold more space for that Mm -hmm. and understanding your chart is your Venus being in Libra as well um how they just like a fairness with everything a balancing of everything (laughs) so you know like whether that's half your toast or (laughs) or it's just making sure that we're both heard Mm -hmm. um when something's going on um, yeah, it's definitely helped. And I think there's like other deep examples that we consistently touch upon
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, where it helps, but also knowing that we're both uh, water sun signs. Yeah. Um, there's just a deep, there's a deep love that we can cultivate between the two of us. And knowing that the Capricorn rising is like the earth that's holding all that water in place. Um, just having that awareness alone is mm-hmm. like, okay. So we can hold this here. We just have to make sure that through communication and understanding of those different areas, um, when things do become turbulent, um, that we can consciously move through it rather than not having any tools Mm -hmm. and just finding something to grasp onto.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like it helps us navigate the cycles together in a mindful way with like, I just have this image of like a bigger perspective on things. So even like, there's the birth chart right that we use to help us understand ourselves and each other but then there's also the transits. so if we're like going through something or if the moon's in Pisces
1: why am I crying right now
0: (laughs) but we like are we have that shared kind of language that helps us communicate and like move through and collaborate and uh I know there's not I don't think there's a single day that we have not talked about astrology in our, in our relationship.
1: Yeah. So that's 2019, January 27th. Yeah. Non-stop.
0: Yeah, like literally. And so like beyond like the way that it can actually be a tool, I think people who love having philosophical conversations about the meaning of life, like us, like can take in so much delight in astrology because sometimes we'll have just like conversations about like, different parts of astrology, and, like, what it means, and, like, how that relates to life, and I think that's something that we really connected with, uh, early on, mm-hmm. and so you actually <laughs> messaged me on Instagram, like, with a question related to astrology, mm-hmm. right? and from that point on, we've just really been able to, um, like evolve together in that way it's been so beautiful
1: yeah i was attracted to your scorpio depth <laughs> yeah <laughs> and
0: like i fell in love with you before i even knew your birth chart
1: mm. and then you saw the birth chart and you're like wait a second who's <laughs> yeah, this person?"
0: <laughs> we have... yeah look i was just, like mind blown i was like wow we have a very karmic uh charts yeah. together yeah. like very very deep that way but i think um I love one of the things I love most about our relationship is like our deep conversations Mm -hmm. um, and your open mindedness and there's so much to love about you. But I think like in terms of like this specific conversation with astrology is like I think that fuels that's like such a turn on for my brain and like obviously my heart too. Um, So thank you for like jumping on this journey of learning astrology with me of
1: course of course and i feel like even for myself um my attraction deepens knowing that we understand each other Mm. and that vulnerability can exist inside of a healthy relationship and i think a really important thing that you said was that uh, it gives perspective I think I, the question asked a lot is, like, who, like, what are compatible sun signs? And I think it has largely to do with your um, perspective or understanding of yourself and where you come from, because mm-hmm. I think any sign uh, can be together mm-hmm. as long as you understand, <laughs> I guess, what you're signing up for or or understand yourself and what you're bringing to the table and maybe your partner as well.
0: Mm-hmm. But the
1: fact that we're able to go to those depths and be vulnerable is something I'm just like, I fall in love with you deeper and deeper every day. Mm-hmm.
0: And heal together, transform together, grow alongside one another and play and move through those challenging waters too. Like, mm, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. So to wrap up the episode... What would you say is your biggest takeaway thus far with astrology as a healing tool?
1: A healing tool. I would say that uh, your growth, um, it, like, growth is constant, and the challenging times are, are around you are forcing you to grow and to look deeper within yourself. So it's like, I guess nothing is by accident mm. and everything is, is there for you. Everything's happening for you and not to you. I would say that right there. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: How about yourself?
0: Oh, there's so many. I know. <laughs> the one thing that comes to mind is like, you are so important. Mm. Like, you are so important.
1: Yeah, we're talking to you.
0: Yeah. Listeners, you're so important. And, like, the fact that you were born at a specific time, on a specific day, on a, in a specific location, in a specific family, is so meaningful. And sometimes you can feel like we've been dealt, like a bad hand, or like, like, just wondering why we're here. And astrology just shows us that your life is so full of meaning, and purpose, and whatever that means to you. But your simple existence and you being new is so important for the whole, right? And so we've been talking a lot about like, relationship and self-awareness and healing and so if we were to take the perspective of like our place in the world and our place in our communities there's a reason why you're born and the astrology helps us see the potential of the gift of who you are and of your life experience Mm -hmm. and so you know we have one in four trillion chances of being born and in that chance, we get this birth chart casted with like infinite depths of meaning. Like, how beautiful is that?
1: Yeah, infinitely. You are a reflection of the stars in the universe, so it's infinite. Yeah, like in- we truly infinitely beautiful.
0: Like we literally are a reflection of the stars, and the universe, like cosmos. We are the cosmos. Yeah, we don't want to
1: get too esoteric. <laughs> we could explain all that. Yeah, but uh... we're gonna
0: wrap things up. <laughs> We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, So, Phoenix, tell listeners how they can find you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, So you can find me on social medias. My business is called The Golden Movement. Instagram is golden.movement. My website is thegoldenmovement.ca. My Facebook group is The Golden Movement Fitness Page. And then you can find me on YouTube, The Golden Movement. Um, and like I said, I am returning to school. So I'm limiting the amount of people that I am seeing. Uh, it's not as open as it usually is. and I have another like several projects on the side as well that I'm working on. So you can find me there. Um, I'm active as much as I can be. Uh, but like I said, I'm very busy right now. so
0: So in your busy schedule, do you have are you accepting clients for readings?
1: For readings, yes. Totally open for readings. Um, You can do that over my website. Um, I think the link is still there. But regardless, if you're unable to find any of that, you can always just directly message me um, in my email as well as golden.movement13 at gmail.com. You can send me an email as well if you're hearing this and you want a birth chart. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm usually pretty quick on responding. So uh, get at me.
0: Yeah, so you can get a taste of working, not even a taste, actually a a ton of value working with both of us in our upcoming Read Your Birth Chart workshop again on April 10th at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Zoom. There will be a recording and there is a special offer for members of the Astrology for Self-Care Club. They actually get free admission. So for less than a ticket to the workshop, you can actually get into my membership and get free admission for the workshop. So there's a ton of value there. And we're really excited to share our love for astrology. And uh, if you listen to my first episode, you know that I'm going back to school too this spring. So we have very similar charts, Phoenix and I. It's not a coincidence that we're both starting school this spring. <laughs> like, that's so wild. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to be significantly re- significantly reducing my availability Um, So be sure to come to this last astrology workshop that I am hosting for another, I want to say like a while, I can't give a specific time Um, and come learn with us. Learning the basics, it's not, it's more than the basics, but learning that step-by-step approach really helps you with your study of astrology. And we really hope to see you there.
1: Much love to all of you.
0: Thank you. And remember to take good care.